0: Welcome to Justice Thinking. I am your host, Michael.
1: And I'm your co-host, Rebecca. And I'm your sound expert, Mikey.
0: And today we have a guest in the studio. We have Tiffany.
1: Hi, I'm your guest, Tiffany.
0: (laughs) Alright. And today's subject?
1: Um, Today we're going to talk about um, the disposable world we live in now.
0: Uh, Fun, Fun subject. (laughs) I think I'll have fun with this one. Um, And you have our... Is it a random topic or is it on point?
1: Um, No, it's more of a random topic because I kind of saw it and I was like, ooh, kind of a little jealous of this guy. But um, he lives and works remotely from a cruise ship 300 days a year. Damn.
0: Are they hiring?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, he is an IT professional and he basically just works on the cruise ship in... And they said he basically, you know, he's he's been doing it since 2012, and it's actually less expensive for him than having an apartment. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> feel like uh,
2: remote work. That feels like the cruise ship, just like needs an on-site IT person, and they just, you know, room and bored him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, I take it. I mean, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, dude, stunning For yeah. real. But, like...
0: Would any of us turn down that job? No.
2: I don't know. Can I take my family?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. Ooh, I mean... That
2: is a good question.
0: Is he just, like, by him? I mean, it's like great if you're yeah, it single. Would've, it would
2: have been great just out of high school, but, like... I'm over here like, now I've got two littles, uh, and while some days I definitely need 20 minutes, <laughs>
1: um, I 300 days a year I would be very sad without them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he says he does meetings in the mornings, afternoon, and, you know, he does go and has lunch with other guests on board, and then he hits the gym in the afternoon.
0: So, That's not bad. That's, uh... I
1: mean, I would live in the pool.
0: Right, right, yeah, For the,
1: yeah. definitely, or well, the maybe spa.
2: maybe not on a cruise ship. Those are, I mean, yeah. cruise ships are so you hear about all those tragedies: the running out of toilet paper, the running out of food, the bad shrimp. You oh know, yeah,
0: like <laughs> oh yeah, bad shrimp. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They say his base uh, fair budget is thirty thousand, and then.
0: He gets paid $30,000 to drive around, uh, to, to be a guest, or, or, I mean, work, but, I mean, come on, you're still a well, guest. Well, no, that's mean.
1: his budget to spend on the cruises.
0: $30,000?
1: Yeah. Do you know where I could go on a $30,000 budget?
0: <laughs> Anywhere, like, I don't know, I mean. Yeah,
1: like, he said he found it almost neck to neck for what he paid for rent and, like, garbage and trash sh- trash service for his service, or er, for his home in Fort Lauderdale.
2: Yeah, with the added bonus of excursions and freaking awesome locales. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: He
1: gets free drinks, free internet. Or
0: um, well, he's an IT person. <laughs> yeah.
1: you to playing for my internet.
2: Don't you, like, you know, make sure the internet works for everybody? You can't just, like,
1: hijack that. Right. Nah? Yeah. Of course, one of his biggest problems that he finds is, like, the phone service. On the ship, so it's not that good, and you, and this kind of ties into what we're going to talk about, but how you know, phone, cell phones go bad after a couple years. Oh so, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I
2: guess that's yeah. more. That's more of a, you know, it's hard to get cell service in the middle of the ocean. You know, oh yeah, right. when yeah. you're crossing the international <laughs> date line, there's not exactly a tower you're pinging off of. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we watch that. We watch those. Uh, that blow deck. Yeah. And I, I think they have a problem, too. They have, sometimes they get bad reception where they're at, so. Well, yeah. When
2: you're you're dealing with the short-range radio or the uh, alternative of the long-range satellite type phone,
1: they're not known to be great. Yeah. All uh, right. Yeah, so that's a kind of, I was like, ooh, that's kind of interesting, so. Yeah,
0: that's a cool kind of story, so.
1: I'm like, I'll, I'll go do that. <laughs> right. Like, sign me up.
0: All right. Number one on our list is, uh, now it is Disposable World. So, VHS, DVD versus streaming. No. Now, I remember the way that worked. Tiffany, do you?
2: Because you're old. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I... <laughs> You don't remember
0: Blockbuster.
2: I loved Blockbuster. That was... I remember going to the Blockbuster and then going across the parking lot, because right in the parking lot was the combination Taco Bell KFC.
0: Yep. And
2: we'd we'd pull up to the KFC after we got our movies, because I was allowed to get two movies (laughs) and a snack and the bucket popcorn. And we'd roll up, get our KFC, our, you know, family bucket, and we'd roll home and have movie night. Nice. So was
0: it VHS that we were getting, or was it DVDs?
2: Uh, we did both.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I do remember it was. It was mostly VHS, but there towards the very end of the life of Blockbuster, we did get a couple of DVDs. Okay.
0: Yep. And I, I s-
1: remember having to rewind those all the time. Like, really, be Please kind. Be kind. <laughs> rewind. rewind.
0: You remember that Mikey doesn't have any clue. Mikey has
1: no idea what that
2: is. Uh, And having the whole and like you're too young to remember, but Grandpa had a whole separate machine that rewound things because rewinding with your VHS player was hard on the machine, so you had to buy a whole separate machine to do that. I remember seeing those. Yeah. Oh, they were awful. (laughs) It was stupid.
0: Blockbuster actually had a bunch of those machines up front. And they charged you if you didn't rewind.
1: Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, you got hella but, fees for it. Well, I know yeah. you got hella fees, but I didn't know they had a machine. Yeah, they had they had, to do they, it.
0: Yeah, if you didn't rewind, they charge. They they say not rewound. You got a fee, and they put them in this machine, and the machine like rewound them in like two seconds. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. I get it. it was now I would say that would fall under the common courtesy and etiquette there, um, but I remember you. We, we got when Blockbuster would go for their sales. Remember when they <laughs> You remember the sales?
2: I remember the sales. I remember just straight up not returning <laughs> movies. I, there may or. If, if you have all of the VHS's still somewhere. Yes. Um, there may or may not be one down there, I think. Yeah. Um, that it is the Rugrats movie, yes. Rugrats in Paris. Yes. It's an orange. Yep. VHS tape. Um, that was just never returned to Blockbuster. And it still has Oops. a Blockbuster thing on it. It absolutely still has the Blockbuster thing. And it was orange? Yep. Because it was a Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon's
1: whole thing was they oh, were orange. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: uh, It's still down there. It's still down in my... It's, I It's love still... It. We still have that, cape, that tape. I yeah. still remember seeing that <laughs> tape. Now, you also could buy a bunch of movies when they oh, yeah. went off the wall and they like needed a cut down. Mm -hmm. They would sell a bunch of them, and they had their their sale and then their clearance from there. So that's where we got a lot of our movies. Yeah. And then they moved to DVD.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And we got a lot of DVDs from them, too. We
2: We also got video games. They did that whole, right at the very end, they did video games, too. We got a lot of video games from them, too. Yep. Which so it was really cool. It was actually a brilliant system to rent video games like that instead of like outright buying like, a $60 game to like yeah. find out 20 <laughs> minutes into installing it that you're like I fucking hate this game. Yep. I'm not gonna fucking play this game ever again.
0: <laughs> well that, and that's the problem with this with DVDs and I think a lot of the the newer games that require like more I don't know the, the games seem different now, don't they?
2: Yes and no, um in some ways it's it it's better, and in some ways it's worse. I mean, like, I don't play a lot of video games um I have precious few that I play anymore. um I do have the Nintendo switch because I will be Nintendo hashtag forever <laughs> um. Sponsor me. Uh, no, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, but like that, those are the type of games that I enjoy. So I got the Switch, and I can play the older games on there. Okay, but, you can. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Some
0: some systems are still backwards compatible, but not all of them.
2: Not all of them. Um, it it is something that you download. It is in in the cloud type oh, stuff. Okay, um, So you don't have to have the physical games anymore, which is great, because I don't think I could find a copy of Donkey Kong Country <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. Um,
0: so this is my problem. This is, this is exactly where I have a problem with this. And I want to say it's a disposable world, but it's also a... It doesn't exist world either. I mean, the cloud is someone else's computer. That's what it is. There, it, there's not a, a true cloud up in the sky that... Gathers all this information <laughs> in stores no, it's, and stores, and then rains it down when you want it. Yeah,
2: no, it's a server somewhere, probably here in the Midwest, if we're being honest,
0: um, or India, one of the two,
2: or India. Yeah, well, it depends on where the that particular company is. It, it with. With, like, Nintendo, it would probably be Japan. There's probably a server in Japan that's housing all of this stuff.
1: I think Um, Google's got some big stuff over across the river.
2: Google's got some big (laughs) stuff everywhere, and we'll never find out where. We will be hundreds of years into civilization ending.
0: Yeah. um, Digging that up. That's my point. Here's the thing. Civilization goes down. Y'all are screwed. I have DVDs and VHS tapes. I'm still getting entertainment.
1: <laughs> Look, that's why I'm
2: over here like... The second I can find a good condition portable DVD player... Like, it's mine. It's it's going in the kit. So right. that, like... If power goes out and I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking small potatoes at the very least, if the power goes out, at least then I don't have to entertain my four year old. Because if the power goes out, there's only so so long that tablet will last um, before they're like, nah, it's done, it's dead, I can't charge it. But,
0: well, I mean what and what happens I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean and I don't we don't get political on here, but you know, there's a political climate that this cancel culture that what if a company doesn't like you anymore and they decide, yeah, we're just going to cut you off? If you had any services or game, like say, say you're you're with Nintendo and I say something bad about Nintendo, like screw that guy, we don't want to do business with you anymore. Everything that I had under Nintendo, they could just wipe away if it's in the cloud, right?
2: Yeah, um, it's it's definitely it. It's got its place. It's got its good points, um, but there, there's also those downsides of if society collapses, if somebody decides, "Hey, hey man, fuck you," um, you're screwed. Uh, but it, it's
0: the from, chances of it happening. I understand are slim to none, but but, it, but they're conf- not
2: zero. But from like a, a storage standpoint. Um, I really love that Austin can have 30,000 games um, and all I need extra is a little hard drive to plug into his whatever he's playing. I think it's the Xbox at this point. Um, and, and he's entertained for a millennia. <laughs> and I'll have to entertain him.
0: Uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, But I
2: don't have 600 shelves full of stupid games that he plays like once in a bloom boon. So... It's, yeah. Makes sense.
0: I can see so. that. Now, the other thing was cloth versus disposable diapers. Mikey did not realize this was a thing, right?
1: I did not know.
2: Yeah. Um, so in the olden days, um, <laughs> back even even as as late as the the eighties, they they were still mm-hmm. pretty popular into the late eighties. Um, they kind of died off into the 90s when you stopped seeing them as often. But here um, in 20, 2018, I want to say, it got really popular because the quote-unquote crunchy moms, so like your moms that don't want to give their kids uh plastics or... um Artificial colors, just all those things, all those chemicals that make everything taste good. They don't want to give their kids any of that. Okay, um, that's very sorry, to all the crunchy moms that are listening to your podcast. Um, <laughs> you do you, homies. Um, but that <laughs> that culture started to be really important again. So cloth diapers made a huge comeback. I mean, they were already they were always there. You can always find them. Um, but they were more available, more readily available circa 2018. Um, and then, uh, so it's, it's a more popular thing now and now they come in like all kinds of colors and, um, they come, they, they snap now instead Mm of using a safety pin. (laughs) Yeah, they snap. Huh? Um, so that you're not stabbing your baby every time you get to change them, yeah, um, stabby stabby. <laughs> but uh, there's 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 give and take. I have I have a lot to say about diapers because I'm currently using so many <laughs> um, with a four month old.
0: So where do they all go? Where do the diapers go?
2: Um, most diapers go. Most of the disposable diapers do go into a landfill. Um,
0: Are they biodegradable?
2: Not really. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate. Um, but, like, also looking at it from an extremely exhausted mom standpoint, the amount of work that goes into a reusable diaper, um, there's a hookup that you have to put onto your toilet so you can spray the poop out into the toilet, because you can't just throw that into the, you can't just throw it into the garbage. I mean, you can, but ill. Yeah.
0: Right. And you Ew. can't just
2: throw it all into the washer with poop, chunks of poop in there. Right. So you've got to rinse things out. Um, so you've you've got to take the time to rinse those out, uh, and then you've got to wash them, and then you've got to think that even though they're not disposable, use using something to the degree that we use diapers is gonna break them down faster. They're gonna start to fray, and unfortunately, in this day and age. Nobody repairs anything anymore. No, yeah, that's part that's of the true. disposable world. Nobody fixes anything. You rip a, you rip clothing, you just throw it away. Nobody I mean, knows. You rip
0: clothing, you sell it for more money now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, if you can, if you can swing it, absolutely. And more power to the people that can do it, and to all those suckers out there buying somebody's <laughs> really hard-ridden clothing, like you, the real mvps We'll
0: see, but you got to understand disposable diapers. If you go back into the Forties, fifties, sixties. There was actually a diaper service that you had. You had a truck that came by and gave you fresh diapers, picked up dirty ones. They cleaned them. They did everything. That's how it. Ha- that's how it worked.
2: Oh yeah, like your milk. You just left them. You left them in a bag outside, out in the front, and they came and picked up. Yeah, yeah. Milk in the olden days used to be delivered in glass bottles by a <laughs> milkman. That's why the joke is that hey your kid kind of looks like the milkman. That's where that joke came from. You, you didn't realize that? No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so there was actually services that they do it. And now, because those services are gone, those jobs got replaced by us basically saying, screw it, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Or pasteurized stuff. Mm-hmm. Now that, now milk is... Has it has a, a of, shelf
2: life now. It has
0: a shelf life. It has preservatives in there that help, you know, lengthen its life so which is kind of weird so it's weird that our food and everything we stuff full of preservatives to make it last longer so we could ship it to wherever we're shipping it to (laughs) but our our automotives and cars and stuff we we take those parts that work fine replace them with with plastic parts so they break down quicker
2: it is it is interesting what we choose to lengthen the shelf life on and what we don't. Um it and does, I think yeah. looking at it, um we choose to lengthen necessities. We choose to lengthen the shelf life of foods. Right. Everybody needs food to eat. Right. And honestly it makes sense to lengthen the shelf life so that it can be shipped to the ruler places so that food insecurity isn't a big thing so that you know all the little children of the nation have food. Well um, but like we choose to not lengthen the luxury items so your cell phones, your cars, TVs, the, the TVs, washing the, machines the <laughs> things that you could get by without mm-hmm. I mean if you were really to pinch, you could get away without it we choose to make those more disposable and actively hinder it in some cases yeah. to go on forever.
0: See, and, and I'm under the, uh, under the position of the reason we lengthen food is you could sell it. The long, if we could pres- put preservatives into it, that means the shelf life is longer. That means I could sell it more places and sell it more often. Yeah. Because it's going to last a little bit. That's right. It's money-driven. I'm a firm believer all that's money-driven. Oh, yes. With the same reason why cell phones, TVs, cars, and refrigerators all have a self-life. They're building these going, ah, we don't need that. We don't want that to last too long because we want the repeat business, Right.
2: I, that's that's probably a good part, portion of it, and the fact that services like those diaper services and the milk services went out of style. Right. Um, if if companies were to sell us the product, um, and, and it just you know work and be fantastic, um, right? They they would then they only have this amount, this certain amount of revenue that they can raise right if they're not off
1: also offering a service to repair things yeah i was surprised because you know my had t- the picture on my dad's tv just went out and i was looking for somewhere because i'm like what do you just do you can't just throw it out in your trash can so i'm like okay and i asked a couple people around and they mentioned this place in bellevue and i was like oh okay so it was like googling it to see if there were any other places and it was really surprising how you didn't find much out there so it's like (laughs) it's yeah it is really hard it's not common
0: no
2: well yeah it's well it's it's a lot of people don't think about how to properly dispose of things so those disposal services aren't readily available
1: yeah. um,
2: because you're not just supposed to throw your your cell phone batteries away. You're not just supposed to throw your cell phones away. Mm -hmm. Um, Paint, uh, chemicals, (laughs) there's all that stuff. Your car battery. (laughs) You're supposed to do fireworks. You you have to dispose of fireworks correctly too. (laughs) Shoot them off. (laughs) Well, the ones that you don't get to shoot off. Sometimes when you have small children and, you know. You go home when they decide that they are tired. You can see it happening. You're just like, yeah. fuck whatever we bought. I don't, I don't fucking care. If it's good next year, it's great. If not, got to get rid of it. But you can't just throw it in the garbage because if it gets too hot, sits next to something that's too hot, catches off. Kaboom. Then you, yeah. Then you, then you've
1: started a dumpster fire, yeah, and that's not good. And you don't want that.
0: But everybody, everybody just throws it away. I mean, batteries are one thing that you're supposed to recycle. Mm-hmm. And I, how many double A's and AAA's have you pitched in the garbage can? Oh my god, mm-hmm. all of them, all yeah. of them.
2: I've never once properly disposed of a battery. Yeah. So I promise you that.
0: Now I'm I'm now under the impression now that they have a lot of these batteries that you just plug in with a USB and charge, and they have these like chargers for them. I'm thinking about switching from regular batteries to these rechargeable batteries because the mm-hmm. rechargeable aspect has grown quite a bit. So I'm going to try and do my part, but. When those go bad, you're supposed to throw them away, and they're going to eventually go bad, yeah, and I right. know what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw them in the trash and get new ones, <laughs> Yeah, just like everybody else.
2: Yeah, every everything eventually hits its shelf life, regardless of how well we made it. Um, uh,
0: not true. Chris's refrigerator.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. That <laughs> is the exception to the rule. <laughs> um, that thing is... Old. A monstrosity that is clinging to life for the sheer spite of it.
0: <laughs> the thi- we, I remember defrosting it. That remember? Do you remember oh the defrosting episode? Defrosted,
2: we defrosted it like three or four times. It was. We all took ridiculous. a hammer
0: to the ice in there and broke it all out. you have got to be kidding me!
2: Yeah, it, this this fridge is from <laughs> and it like, still works. I swear to God, this fridge is like from what the. At least the seventies, but I could make an argument for the
1: fifties Yeah, it's designed.
0: Yeah. I wanna say Chris Chris has said that he remembers seeing that refrigerator at a family member's house when he was little. <laughs> and he, he says the fridge is older than he is.
2: Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make the argument that it's from probably the fifties.
0: It looks like a fifties style.
2: And and stuff, some of the stuff built back then, oh my god. Yeah. And, like, even um, I just learned recently that there are two factions of Pyrex. So, if you don't know what Pyrex is.
0: Oh, I do know Um, this. I know this. Yes.
2: Pyrex is that glassware Mm-hmm. That real good glassware. Oh, yeah, the good um, stuff. <laughs> it's some of that One old version. stuff.
0: One version. One
2: version. So there are two versions. So eventually the company broke into two pieces. Mm-hmm. There was Pyrex with a capital P that kept its original everything. And that stuff is fantastic. It doesn't shatter. It is heat-proof. That stuff will go to war and come back to see its kids. Yes. <laughs> now we have also lowercase p pyrex stuff which is made of lesser shit and it will shatter it's it's not even gonna make it through basic oh wow it's it's crap i did
1: not know that yeah
2: Yeah. so like it's 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 fun to see the differences from the stuff that is still around from like the 30s 40s and 50s that was well made that is heirloom shit because like you i can go Probably find some old Pyrex from my grandparents that came from her, from their grandparents and so on. That's still really good use. But it's the same stuff that I try to buy in the store is not <laughs> probably
1: going to make it through me it's yeah. not it's not gonna make it to my kids i have a bunch of that down in my dad's basement too so i'm like Ooh. is it capital
0: p or is it lowercase she's gonna p? have
1: she's gonna go look now she has no she idea has no, you have it's no gotta clue. be capital p
2: because it's, it's probably pretty old if it's yeah yeah
0: well, they broke what up colo- in the what color was 90s it? Know,
2: like a so.
1: whitish oh yeah
2: that's the, the good, good stuff. stuff yeah Yeah, it's it's white and it's probably got blue flowers on it. Yep, I've Uh used
1: it. I've Uh used it a couple times for like Thanksgiving and stuff. Oh, it's gorgeous stuff. It's gorgeous stuff, and it'll last forever. Oh yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that there's two different versions of that. And Mm -hmm. there's
2: and I've come to find out that there's a lot of companies that have done something like that that have just altered their formula just a bit as a money saving operation, like cling wrap. Cling wrap was uh, used to be really great and yeah. now cling wrap is kind of shit. You're <laughs> yeah. like, why does why are we why are we even using this? It barely sticks to itself. Why even try? It's, not, Most of the it's hand, stupid. Yeah. It's they changed the formula because of a certain chemical that people were like, mm, I'm not quite sure if I like this chemical, but they also found out that it was cheaper to make it a different way." Right. So they just started making it a different way. Right.
0: <laughs> all right, so let's get into a little bit more of a sensitive subject on this uh, on this show.
1: Oh. Disposable
0: world here. What yeah. about animals?
1: Yeah, that makes me mad too. It yeah. it
2: always pisses me off right around <laughs> Christmas time, right around Easter. Uh-huh. Um,
0: all the Easter, all the people, that all get the, the bunnies. Easter
2: bunnies, and it yeah. pisses it pisses me off because, like. Everybody thinks, oh, bunnies are so cute, and they're so docile, they don't need a whole lot. Bunnies need huge-ass enclosures. They eat a ton of food, oh, and if yeah. you piss a bunny off, they will wreck your shit. <laughs> they're mean little their, bunnies. Their <laughs> teeth are sharp as hell. It's not just their teeth. They use their back legs They yep. b- like a horse. They buck you, yep. and they've got sharp-ass little claws because, newsflash, they are a burrowing animal. Right. So they are... Sharp clawed, yep. So they can move that dirt, and it, it, it's. They are not great starter pets. Please yeah. do not get your four year old an Easter bunny. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no, you should never get a a pet. Is an investment. Yeah, it's not when a you get when you get an animal mm-hmm. that is you're making a commitment. That's not something disposable. You don't get a girlfriend. Hey, oh look, I got you a puppy or a, or a bunny or. Or whatever you you're making a a decision to have. I mean,
2: you're making at least a 15 year commitment to that animal. Well,
0: and what what really makes me mad is when people don't understand that you you're putting a animal in your home, and they are. I'm sorry, they're completely dependent on you.
1: Exactly. Well, yep.
0: And if you don't do what you're supposed to do, and you're not supposed to, you you don't give them water. Or you don't take care of that animal, they're li- they're going to live a horrible life, and that's not fair. It's not like a human where if we don't like something, we move on. We can, we can. I still think humans are pest, uh, is a a pest in, in itself. I, but absolutely,
2: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. We
0: devour, we destroy, and we just move on. So
2: yeah, yeah, but We're pets, it's fine.
0: Pets are different. <laughs> pets are, and pets will love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. They don't care.
2: And and the thing is that. When you give somebody a puppy for Christmas, um, and they suddenly lose interest in it, and you give that animal up, even if you think that you're doing best for the animal, and in the long run, you probably are, if you can't commit to that animal, it would probably be best to rehome them, um, but that animal doesn't understand what they did wrong. Yeah. That animal is going right. to live the rest of their life going, why didn't they love me? And I can't sleep at night thinking that. Yeah. I can't sleep at night. That's Anytime the intrusive t- thought takes over to, you know, what would happen if I drive into oncoming traffic? It's like, but how would I explain it to my cats that I didn't come home? Um, so that keeps the intrusive thoughts at bay. Fun fact, Tiffany likes cats better <laughs> than she likes humans, so. Well, I like dogs better than humans I, most of the time, so yeah. Yeah, but it's like, that's... that's <laughs> They don't understand what they did wrong. Um,
0: and well, and that's taking them to like a shelter or something like that, where they're put in a cage. Rehoming to another person is a, is probably the better option because hopefully they get into another family that's loved and everything. Sadie started out with another home. Mm-hmm. Now she wasn't there very long, and then she came home with us. Yeah. You understand? For in a in a dog's life. Generally, they will start off somewhere, and then very young move into another home, and then have their forever home. That's hopefully the way right. it goes. Now, if uh, if they're able to do that within the first one or two years of their life, they can have a nice life as long as it's not put into a cage somewhere.
2: And, and I I will I will agree with that. Um, it's, Probably not ideal. It's it's no. not the best if you can't commit fifteen years to the animal. Um, you know, barring any huge major changes, like suddenly you lost both your legs, yeah. and you can't walk your dog like that, obviously. Um, or the owner
0: passes away. Or the and owner it goes passes and away. I see that. It's,
2: it, those are things that you can't predict, but you can predict can I walk this dog every day? Yeah, for yeah, the I foreseeable guy, future,
1: I saw some guy out walking his dog in a wheelchair. I, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's it's
2: totally it's totally doable. I'm not saying that <laughs> if you lose your legs, you can't have a dog anymore. These yeah. two, I'm,
0: if I end up like that, these two are going to be my dog sled. I mean, come on now. Let's <laughs> I, be honest. Absolutely, yeah.
2: But like you, you've got to think about you know what am I going to do with them on vacations? Mm-hmm. That's right. got to be something that you think about before you sign yes on the cute little puppy dog. Yep, right.
0: Well, and they they have some pretty nice boarding houses for them for the weekend or for a, a week
2: for for a while. And right. absolutely, but that is something that you should think about before you've committed to an animal. Exactly.
0: Right.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Now
0: I'm I'm going to mention it just because we're on the subject. Are you ready for it? I'm going to say a name, and we're going to see how you react. You ready? <laughs>
1: uh Oh, Dixie. Aw. my poor
2: Dixie.
0: So. Why don't you tell the story about Dixie?
2: Dixie was
0: the Do you what kind was, of she, was, kind? she was an
2: eclectic.
0: An eclectic parrot.
2: She was an eclectic parrot. Oh and wow! It was a
0: female. <laughs>
2: she was gorgeous.
0: Females are purple and red. The males are green and blue. Yeah.
2: Ooh. She was gorgeous, and she was so smart. And she was, she started out somewhere else. Um, we did not get her as a little baby bird. She started out somewhere else. Um, and she was given up because she had seizures. And the person, we didn't
0: know that though.
2: Well, the person gave her up because she was hard to handle, I think, is what the pet shop said. Um, but this was the sweetest bird. What she had was seizures.
1: Right.
0: Um,
2: so, she would intermittently seize. Mm. Uh, and
0: she, I think for the first year we had her, she didn't have a single no, seizure. No, she didn't
2: have any episodes. Um, oh, and wow. I think it was definitely the condition she was in previously, because she had some weird tics um, that just, like, you were like, who hurt you? Right. You poor Aww. little baby. Um, and she was just like the coolest bird. She was so sweet. She loved to fuck with my mom, which was even better. It was the, it was, she could mimic voices because she was a parrot. Um, and she would mimic, it was, it was so funny because she would mimic dad's voice. And you would hear her through the house say, Wendy, come here, Wendy, come here. And then mom would come in and be like, what do you need? And dad's like, I don't, what are you? What are you talking about? I didn't call you. Um, (laughs) She'd also like to sit at the bottom of the cage and reach out and scratch the door. And then meow. meow. So my mom would get up to open and let Baby or Bubba out. And there was no cat.
0: Do you know how mad she was at those two cats for a while? Until she finally... Until until
2: she figured out it was the bird. And then the bird went to live in the kitchen.
0: I I remember that night. Because she... The bird did it three or four times in a row, and I remember her opening the door and say, "God damn it, Cass! If you if you want in here, just get in here." And <laughs> I guess her being so frustrated, the bird lost it oh and started God. cracking up. The laughing. bird laughed
2: so hard, <laughs> the, um, the,
0: literally on her back, rolling around, oh my God. laughing. It was at her. so funny. <laughs> and um. then it dawned, the dawn. The dawn. It was like you could see it click in Wendy's head. <laughs> That's the bird. That was the fucking bird. The very next day, she, <laughs> she got moved, to
2: live in the kitchen. She got
0: moved to the kitchen.
2: Uh, she used to ride Bubba around the house. She would oh, would oh. let her out of her cage, um, and let her just kind of fly around the house, just do her thing. Um, and she would ride Bubba. She would torment Baby, um, yep. and she would ride Bubba. Uh, she <laughs> used to like to sit on Mom's shoulder while she did dishes. And cook. Uh, and cook. And cook, oh. and she refused. If she could hear the shower running, mm-hmm. she refused to let Dad shower alone. Yes. We at one point had a little suction cup bird thing in the shower so that she had a place to sit. Oh, wow. Because, you know, obviously your bird claws and your bare yeah. shoulder were, was not yeah. pleasant. Yeah.
0: I literally, Ouch. yeah, so if it's, I turn on the shower, that bird was, I, the one time I'm like, I was waiting because she could fly. She would fly to a certain point.
2: She wasn't. She wasn't a great flyer, but she.
0: So she'd start in the hallway, fly down the hallway, land, and then walk to the bathroom. And when she got in the bathroom, <laughs> she would say, "I'm here. I'm here. I'm here." And I would have to
1: open the door. Open and get the her door.
0: Uh, put her up on her perch, and then she would take a shower with me. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, every once in a while, I would see Bubba walk in down the hallway, and Bubba was a pretty good sized cat.
2: Bubba was a fat cat.
0: So, and then I see the bird just sitting on Bubba's back, and you know, and I, I swear, a couple of times, Bubba stopped in the hallway, and the cat, and the bird was like, "Mush, cat, mush," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" She, Smartest bird.
2: Oh my god! She'd also just kind of, go, and get him to move like a yep. horse. I was like, she, she used to, because um, I had a ferret growing up too. She used to get on the ball and roll the ball around and, like, fuck with the ferret. Like, she like, make the ferret dizzy, she's an asshole. Um, she was, she was so sweet, and she was so smart, and I loved her Aww. so much.
0: So, the end there. Now, we, I, she had a seizure.
2: She, she had a seizure, um, while we were all at work, at school, um, and because I was one of the first ones to get home. Uh, I came home, put my backpack down like I always do, went into the kitchen to get an after-school snack and to let Dixie out. So I walked by, and I said, Hey, Dixie, I'm home, and she didn't say anything. I was Aww. like, okay, hey, that's weird. And I look over, and she's standing on the perch with her eyes closed, and I'm like, are you sleeping? That's so weird. You're not usually asleep, and I stuck my finger in the cage. Note to the kids listening, don't stick your fingers in birds' cages. They can and will take your fingers off.
1: They will. Um,
2: and I, I remember touching her, and she didn't move. And it didn't feel like she was breathing. And I opened the cage, and I just, I, I tried mm-hmm. to get her to wake up, and she wasn't moving. She had had a seizure while we were gone, um, and got stuck, clenched to the perch, Aww. Um, I cried for forever. Um, yeah. I just sobbed. I think, Aww. I think mom was one of the next ones to come home and she couldn't figure out why I was sobbing for a minute because I just sat on the floor just sobbing. I didn't know what to do. Um, and I was just sobbing before she finally figured out that Dixie was dead. Aww. Um, and then we had to call dad to figure out what the hell. Um, and she's actually buried at that house in Kansas City underneath the,
0: underneath the, birdhouse. Bird,
1: underneath the birdhouse in the backyard. Yep. Aww.
0: We have um, a couple
1: uh, hamsters in our backyard.
0: Yeah. I, I remember coming home, and I remember both of them, like, sitting in the kitchen just crying. And I'm like, so now before the, before that actually happened, she had a seizure before that. And we ended up in an uh, a all-night yeah, emergency...
2: An emergency vet clinic. Right. For exotic, for exotic animals. So you can imagine how big that bill was. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so so that's what I'm saying is, it is when you get a pet, it is a lifelong commitment. But you also got to understand that these animals will not live as long as you are. You're going to have to, as a human, you're going to have to deal with a pet's loss. Yeah. And then I keep going back and forth all that. Because I, I do this to me to myself all the time. I keep telling myself, cat dies, you get attached, a dog dies, you get attached. You're like, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to keep going through that. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know what? But I remember the good times. I remember all the fun we had. Yep. <laughs> I want to give maybe someone else that. Yeah. So we end up getting couple more dogs
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and you know we're like you know what let's let them live their life my my thought process on that part of it is when they pass away we'll go ahead and we'll get more animals because we want to make sure that they have the most enjoyable life they can have
1: mm-hmm
0: just uh, unfortunately the way it is. And if people looked like that more like on life, I think that would be a problem. I, it would be less of a problem as well.
2: I think that some of those um, foster foster programs that they have for animals is one of the best things ever because they have a lot of programs out there that foster um, end-of-life pets. So your yeah. pets that are, are very elderly, that you know realistically nobody really wants to take on something that is a few months from dead um because you do we do as humans get attached to things um, and some of us raising my hand there get attached very quickly and very deeply i me too (laughs) i am still over here trying to fight back tears (sighs) thinking about dixie Um, she was such a good bird and she should uh, theoretically she should have outlived
0: all of us. All yeah. of
2: us. Honestly, I, she should be right here telling me everything that's wrong with what I'm saying, because right. um, she was a sassy bird.
0: <laughs> but now that's the type of people we are, and but, I, and, and, and I raised you that way,
2: right? And 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 but you not know, look, everybody is
0: right. Look at the other side of the coin. You're, there's literally safe haven boxes now for mm-hmm. people that will have a kid. And eh, I don't want a kid anymore. I'll just drop it off here, so I don't have to deal with it.
2: And and those laws have been amended to a more specific age group um, for your very young babies. And honestly, I think that those are brilliant. Um, because I, do too, I
1: yeah.
2: with a, and I know we're not going to get political, and I'm not going to I'm not going to get into all the pro-choice, pro-life bullshit. Um, but there are instances where a young lady has to go through with a pregnancy, but cannot raise a child and they right. did not have the ability um, or the support to start a foster, to put that child up for adoption, to get that child into quite frankly, what is a broken foster system in America. I agree. Don't, don't get me started on that. <laughs> um, so those safe haven boxes are there to avoid babies in trash cans.
1: Yeah. Be- um,
0: because that was a joke Is yo a yeah, prom night dumpster. Prom night, dumpster, dumpster, baby. dumpster baby.
2: Um they give birth, you know, nine months after prom and in the school bathroom and just leave it there. It's it's on several of the medical shows that you've ever seen all of them, from Grey's Anatomy to the newer ones, have done an episode about somebody leaving a newborn in a trash can somewhere to yeah. die. So I think the and and those those people that are receiving the safe haven, so your um, hospitals and your fire stations, they're trained mm-hmm. to not ask any questions. They're trained to take those babies without question and say thank you. Yeah. Um, because the the worst thing you can do is make somebody feel bad about it uh-huh. because then they'll change their mind and leave that baby somewhere else yeah right.
1: as sad as I think the world has come to having those type of things it's like good that they do have them so sure. that you know they're not dumping them just anywhere it, you know at least they're having the common sense to take them somewhere safe it it's
2: It's that double-edged sword of we could do so much more to prevent the need for these things. But the fact of the matter is, at this juncture in our society... These are a necessary thing, and these are doing more good than harm. Um, very few people, if any, are going on and like, oh, I'm going to have this baby and then just dump it in a hospital somewhere. No. I don't know that there's anybody out there thinking, yeah, that's that's my plan in life.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you said it. It's a double-edged sword. It's a... I think it may have always been a necessity, it
1: definitely, I want to say
0: that could have been if you even go back to the 50s, 60s, 20s. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah. I think if they had something like this, it could have changed some results back in those days. Um, There's, my problem with it nowadays is people are so conditioned to use it at uh, use it inappropriately.
1: I,
2: I I think that comes with anything that we do. Um, And I, and I know what, I know what you're saying, and, and it's the same argument that we have with things like Plan B and things like that. Right. Um, they use it as Plan A instead of the last ditch effort. Right. Um, but we have so many, we have so many points, um, where we could make things better to eliminate that, but because we have it, some people, and not a lot by any means, have taken that to mean it's okay for me to continue to go down this route.
0: Right, and, and I think that's where the problem comes in is, and like I said, we are we don't get political, but the problem that we run into is you have one side that says it's completely wrong, it should never be done. The other side is taking the complete other opposite. And the problem is, is reality is somewhere in the middle. Absolutely. And neither one want to come back and say because they're too many. They're too busy pulling from their end.
2: Unfortunately, our loudest voices are the ones on the far ends. Right. There's nobody really talking about what the middle ground and what not just the middle ground, but what realistically is going to work. Right. Right. Um, so I, it just there. There are so many points that we have failed to need this, and I don't, at this juncture, I don't think we can go back, so I think that this is unfortunately a necessity that we're going to keep um, for the safety of newborns.
0: And I'm not, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not opposed to having these boxes. Um, I think there would be a good thing if someone, you know, if someone can't take care of that, just like I said with with an animal. I don't want them to go to a to a kennel. I don't want them to go to a, to a kill shelter, even a non-kill shelter. They aren't always non-kill shelters either. But I would like to see that one progress, and if you get that to someone who would take care of it better, don't get me wrong, I'm all for that. I'm just saying people need to start thinking ahead of time with a lot of this. And like you said, instead of using these as plan A, they should be the last ditch effort.
2: I it's and all of this is just my opinion, and everybody has their own different life that they went through. And I, I just I know that at so many points, um, there's a lot of shitty things going on. Um,
1: right.
2: Uh, some adoption processes are extremely predatory, especially to young pregnant women. Um, And a lot of times don't even acknowledge the young fathers and what they may or may not want.
0: Right. um,
2: Which I think is fucking bullshit. If you were big enough to make the baby, then you should be big enough to decide whether or not you want it. If mom doesn't want it, but dad does, I think that should be something they explore. But that's... (sighs) It's, I, that's a, that's it's, a, it's tough a tough subject. It's yeah. a tough subject, and I, I'm, I have my opinions on it, and everybody, like I said, has comes from a different place. But there are a lot of practices, um, some of those adoption practices, especially if they're one of the big named, you know, religious-backed organizations. Um, foster care is uh, a money grab. So like that, those situations are really fucked too.
0: Well, it, you it's said a, it's, it's the money. It's, it, Adoption should not cost as much as it does. If you're saying you have kids in foster care and kids that are adoptable and it costs so much to, here's the thing, you're, that's the big thing I hate about adopt, um, rehoming fees that people charge. Well, I'm I'm, I'm 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 I want you to pay me $200 so I know you could take care of that dog. Why not just give me that dog and I spend the $200 on the dog?
1: Right.
2: Yeah, like you right. you decided to adopt a dog and you came to the conclusion that you can't handle that dog. But right. now you want me to pay you for your mistake.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, that's you translate that to kids, and you have almost the same argument. You
2: honestly, yeah. With the with the fostering system, it's it's horrendous. It, yeah,
0: Some everybody has to you know get their hand in their pocket. Uh huh. And, and it's y- it's awful. You could go bankrupt. You could actually go bankrupt adopting a kid.
1: Yeah, I don't. Doubt and then
0: it, once your adoption is done, they're like, "Oh yeah, yours. Sure, take care of it." And they're like, well, "I can't <laughs> afford it now." Yeah, yeah. Because you 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 gouged me on you know. It was. It'd be cheaper if I had the baby.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, and honestly, it's so much worse when you start looking at processes outside of the U.S. Um, they are just straight up snatching children. They well, are just straight up snatching children out of like India, and essentially selling them for adoption.
1: Wow, um, that's it's, crazy. It's
2: awful. It's predatory. It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: Wow, isn't that crazy? Well, and that's that's actually where we're getting into with uh, celebrities and relationships too. So you got these celebrities that have money that can obviously they go they go to a third world country and just say yeah they pick it up like they're picking up like food at the grocery store right?
1: I, yeah, they they go
2: in like they're picking out their their next luxury vehicle, and they're like, all right, well, and and I I mean on the outside it looks like they're being treated well but I mean you look at like Brad and Angelina mm-hmm. <laughs> they they've got you know four kids
1: yeah and, four or five.
2: and they've yeah and they've picked out some of the you know one of them is from Africa one of them's from I want to say like Sri Lanka or somewhere in there so
0: the problem with this is, I don't think kids should be treated like Pokemon.
2: You should not have to catch them all from one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not. I'm
0: just going to get one from every region. I and, you, that's I, that's crap.
2: And there's there's also the whole um, the, the fact that adopting a kid that is a different race from you um, poses its own issues. That kid's going to grow up whether you treat them. Fantastically or not, they're going to grow up and have an identity crisis.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: right. As they try to figure out who they are and how they identify. Um, and, and it's. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's abusive. But it is something that you do need to think about. And celebrities. It it doesn't seem that celebrities think about that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. No, um, they don't. Like
2: they, they, they just. They pick out kids or a lot of them are opting for surrogacy oh, wow. um, instead of... Really? Yeah, yeah, like the Kardashians.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: I think... Isn't it Kim? I think, no, it
0: wasn't
1: Kim. Kim had all her babies. No, she did no? Courtney Col- um, no. well, had Kourtney all Courtney
0: had all hers. Okay.
1: But Kim's the one that can't have them, I think. Yeah. I thought she was pregnant with one of them. She had one, and she had really bad complications, so she couldn't have any more.
2: Okay, so yeah. well, see, there you go. Case in point, doesn't really <laughs> matter which Kardashian it was, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but they. Well, then I think Chloe had one by surrogation yeah, too.
2: And and some and sometimes and it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell which ones are doing it because they legitimately cannot have children, no. or they legitimately had a bad pregnancy and still wanted that big family, no. and which ones are doing it as a vanity project which ones just don't want to ruin their body so they pay somebody else to do to incubate
1: for them basically now i like i know sandra bullock she's um adopted a couple kids too Mm -hmm. um but you don't see them in the spotlight like spotlight you know so sometimes
2: i forget that she has kids
1: (laughs) yeah so Um,
2: and and Britney Spears had both of her kids and Mm -hmm. both of them have been kept out of the limelight and she um, actively asks their permission for them to be in things and will tell people to leave them the fuck alone.
0: Yeah, Yeah, but she is also one that has the disposable relationships like there's no... I mean, didn't she get married for like 24 hours?
1: Was Um, that Britney? I don't think that was Britney. I think she had the seventy-two hour one.
0: Was she the seventy-two hour the, Yeah. The, 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 there's hence the problem. <laughs> there have been celebrities that got married for twenty-four hours, and now the joke is in Hollywood, especially for celebrities, they don't stay married. It's it's very very it's, weird to see them married for longer than five years, right? No. I
1: it it
2: is it's it's really dependent on. Which celebrities, and whether or not both couples are celebrities in their right. own right, yeah.
1: Um,
2: so, like, some of those, some of those actors, some of the older actors, um, have wives that aren't famous in and of themselves that they've been with for fifteen years, twenty yeah. years, thirty right. years, and you're like, oh, yeah, sa- same woman had all their kids.
0: The, the problem I have is there's a lot of these, Britney Spears is another, you said hers was 72 hours?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: You have these, you have kids that actually put these celebrities on a pedestal and, like, idolize them, and when they see that kind of behavior out of them, that they think they could copy that behavior.
2: Yeah. I, it's <laughs> It's definitely a product of... Um, the limelight and like hashtag leave Britney alone. Um, she was being massively abused,
1: right? And yeah. was
2: looking for absolutely any way out of that. So, like, we need to leave her alone. But, like,
0: so, but, but, but like, even Pamela
2: Anderson um, had a really shit relationship with what's his face,
0: Tommy Lee,
2: yeah, and like. Their relationship was really shitty, but well, they
0: were both kind of toxic people, anyway, I, right? Absolutely,
2: you know? and when you look at Kim and Kanye uh, finally, you know, splitting because he doesn't want to get help for his problems because dude, well, dude's got some mental health issues. Yeah. I
0: think both of them had some issues. I
2: well, that whole family is famous because of a sex tape. So right, yeah. yeah. It's got problems. It goes
0: even back to Michael Jackson. Look at the abuse Michael Jackson did. But, I mean, the abuse that Michael Jackson went through.
1: Yeah. Well, and did Dennis Rodman yeah. and Carmen Carmen Electra didn't they have some? Oh yeah. Like oh, short yeah. marriage. Oh too? yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah. you got to understand that the people people take these these celebrities, they idolize them, and when they see them do these bad behaviors. They think that's acceptable, and so then you have a disposable relationship. That no one wants to work on a marriage anymore. No one wants to try to make it better. And it now, don't get me wrong. If a relationship doesn't work, it doesn't work. If you try it and you you, if you put in effort and it doesn't work, you you part ways. I, I get that. I'm understanding that. I understand. A lot of these are the first sign of trouble. They ditch and run. Their effort isn't to try to fix it. It's I need to get what I want to get and then get out.
2: I There, there are a lot of that. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people that will say all marriages aren't lasting like they did when our grandparents and our great-grandparents were married. Um, to those people, I would like to say also remember that it was okay for your great-grandfather to smack your great-grandmother around and she couldn't do fucking shit about it. Well, So...
0: There, just, there's just, a, the time is different.
2: The, I, I'm just saying that yes, it does feel like a lot of people are just. It doesn't work, so I'm just gonna just fuck it. Don't I don't want to do this. But on average, millennials are getting married later in life because we don't want to do that. We don't want to get married and then divorced and then married and then divorced. So we are on average, waiting later in life to start our families until we're a little bit more stable. We're not getting married right out of high school anymore, like the silent generation, like the boomers did. So we're able to grow into our marriages. So a lot of the marriages, um, statistics that we see are the Gen X and the boomers who have finally gotten those resources to say, hey, I'm I'm done. I don't have to deal with you anymore. I don't have to rely on you. I have resources to not be abused. So, a lot of those statistics are coming from those days, from from those age ranges as opposed to your younger millennials. However, celebrities are a whole different ball of wax. Right. Um. Um, that is a completely different... I can't even imagine some of the pressure that they're under and Unfortunately, some of them do make shitty decisions and marry people and then um, get annulments right away, because people do stupid things when they're drunk and being followed by the paparazzi, because we also did stupid things, but we weren't being followed, so. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, but it, it, does, it does make it look like it is okay to just not put in the work, but they're are a lot more marriages that are starting off in couples counseling so that not not because there's anything wrong but because they don't want anything to be wrong
0: i can understand that but i you have to have a some similar likes you have to it does you do have to have a work at it so
2: and it goes back to that disposable world in that. I'm fucked if I use disposable diapers because I'm ruining the landfills. I'm ruining the land that my kids are going to inherit. But, like, at four months old and exhausted and breastfeeding, I can't do a cloth diaper. There's just absolutely no fucking way that at 3 a.m. I'm trying to change a fucking blowout that I can get snaps and two different. Because they come in two different parts. You've got the diaper part, and then you've got like this, like rubber slicker thing that goes on the outside that keeps everything dry, so that the diaper doesn't leak all the way through and just make everything wet. Can you imagine doing that at three a.m.? No, you're fucking exhausted. No, absolutely not. So I'm, I'm fucked no matter what I do with whatever I have. If I, you know, give them toys with characters on it. That's I, I'm just setting myself up for failure because those characters are going to go out of style. Yeah. Well, so they're so we have I, to throw these care. toys away.
0: I don't care if they go out of style. Those are you could reminisce. There are some things like that that you remember when you're a kid that brings you those happy mem that yeah. happy memories. So no, I I guess the. I guess the, the takeaway for this episode would be yeah it's a disposable world there is a there is a, a little bit of a necessity for some of the di- the disposable stuff but I think you have to I guess they always say it best in moderation
2: you you definitely do a little bit more research into your products um, learn about those products learn what they're made from. Um, person- personally, um, trying to do our part, uh, we have a subscription to bamboo toilet paper um, because bamboo grows extremely fast. It's extremely easy to harvest and utilize, um, and it's not destroying the rainforest like regular toilet paper is.
0: And I knew that I knew that the bamboo toilet paper and hemp toilet paper is supposed to be just as good. It works
2: so well. I will tell you, it works. I know. I I know what you're gonna. It, it what, what am I gonna say? It. it you're, you're gonna say that it feels weird. That it doesn't feel right. I'm aware. I'm
0: afraid I'm gonna wipe my ass and I'm gonna have a bamboo shoot up my ass. No. Sh-
2: so where do it you says, get that? Uh, it's called Real R E E L, um, and they do toilet paper and paper towels, and I think they have a couple of other products.
0: How are their prices?
2: Uh, their price. Well. We have a single-income family right now, and we have continued to sustain our subscription to it.
0: How do they compare to the the other stuff you can buy in the stores?
2: It actually works a lot better. It's kind of ridged. Um, so, I mean, price-wise. I, it's comparable. Is it cheaper
0: or more expensive?
2: Uh, it's In the long run, it's cheaper um, because we're getting a bulk supply. Because, like, they ship us a box, and it lasts us a good mm. month.
0: We should look into that. Reel? What is it?
2: R-E-E-L. R-E-E-L.
0: Okay. We're going to look into that. That's Um, actually a good idea.
2: They actually, they do sell it in stores as well, so you can find it at, like, Target's and stuff if you want to just try it and see. Um, They sell smaller packages, but they've got other stuff mikey
0: go uh steal a roll of toilet paper from your sister's house
2: please (laughs) don't
0: don't tell her
2: (laughs) um but yeah it works just as good as as any other toilet paper and actually bamboo is one of the better products out there and they make bamboo clothing too that's supposed to be really fantastic Mm -hmm. um
0: I didn't realize this. Yeah, I didn't there's know there was a whole... Who's... No one's cornering the bamboo market? No, What's going on? Well,
2: you no. Know, there's a lot of, like, other products and alternatives that you can get to things, um, like... But
0: no one wants to do the research. Nobody
2: wants to do the research.
0: Disposable.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's a lack of...
0: Um, lack of knowledge. It's
2: a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of... a lack of care. Yeah. Some people just... They don't care. And I'm, I'm absolutely guilty of... Yeah, I... I don't want to do dishes tonight, so we're eating off paper plates.
0: Right.
2: Sorry, not sorry. I just
0: sorry. spent $300 at the grocery it's, store, but so I'm, I'm going to go get yeah. pizza. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Absolutely. And it's it's just if, if you start to care about it even a little bit and start to do a little bit of research, you can find that there are a lot of alternatives. Um, but it's also just knowing the shelf life of your objects and doing some basic research on how to fix things yourself there are no less than three or four tiktokers that are appliance repair techs yeah. that just tell you how to fix your shit they're like hey if this is broken on your stuff this is how you fix it the part costs four dollars yeah. don't throw out your whole machine because of it
0: well yeah. but that's like that's the disposable you either didn't have time, you don't care, or you don't think you can do it. And its I, I will hate to say it, but by the time you tear something apart, get it fixed, sometimes the, the time and effort that you put into it is is just go buy a new TV or whatever. I, it is, right?
2: I mean, you got to want it. I, with anything in life, you've got to want it. You've got to want to make a difference. Right. If the disposableness of our current world... Me, you know makes you feel some type of way then you know you take those steps like buying bamboo toilet paper and looking at how much their paper towels cost
0: so all right i think that's uh, we covered a lot yeah i think after this show we're going into i think we've come up with a name uh smart devices smart...
1: dumb people
0: <laughs> i think we said smart devices equal dumb and lazy people
1: oh yeah i forgot lazy yeah. so
0: that's going to be a fun show A lot of this stuff is going to probably carry on to some of that, so we'll Mm -hmm. see how that goes. Yeah. So, on that note, I think that's going to be our show.
1: All righty. Well, bye, everybody.